All right. Boys, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Bedtime Story Adventure 2018. Urban Fantasy ish. Chapter 13. The big rat was still grinning ear to ear. It stepped all the way out of the rubbish pile and stood in front of James. The end of the rat's pike was just about level with James's head. It was black, glinting in the orange glow from a nearby streetlight. It had a very, very sharp point on the end. James took a step away. Easy, Zen, he said. We're all friends here. What? The rat smiled. Oh, you're worried about me siding with the wolf. The big rat let out a roar of laughter. He did say he'd double your fee, James said. Double? He said triple. But luckily, my employer agreed to double any offers he might make. So if my calculations are correct, you owe me five times as much. The rat directed that last statement at Elf. She smiled and shook her head. You'd drive a hard bargain, but I believe I said I'd pay you if you drove him out of the town. Did you manage that? Well, the rat said, not exactly, but we definitely really annoyed him. And we also saved the kiddies. Saved us, James said. One of your soldiers stole the squid and key. Ah, you mean this old thing? The rat pulled the key out from behind his leather breastplate and dangled it tantalizingly near James. Before James could snatch it, Zen quickly pulled it back, out of the boy's reach. Now that's worth something, Zen said. You've got to agree. That wolf would have torn you apart to get this little bone. Better that Sammy kept it safe for you. I agree, Elf said. I'll pay double your rate just for the key, even though you did not manage to actually get rid of Gerard Ulf. She reached into her coat pocket and pulled out a plastic bag. From within the bag, she pulled out two large multi-tools and handed them to the rat. He couldn't take his eyes off them, snatched them from Elf's hand, stuffed them behind his breastplate, and pulled out the key and tossed it to James in one movement. Ah, German engineering! You can't beat it! Now, apart from ridding Brighton of that wolf, is there anything else you can pay me and the boys to do? Elf shook her head. Just keep the wolf away, and you'll get five more when I leave Brighton. Aye, aye, Zen said. Your wish is my command. Before the rat could scurry away, James had a thought. Zen, he said, do you know what Lord Ratzenberg is up to? That I do not, Zen said. I tried to keep away from him. After our dealings a couple of years ago, I'm not in his good books. But I can keep my ear out for anything. Thanks, James said. Zen left, and the children walked down Dyke Road towards town. That was the strangest thing I've ever seen, Hugo whispered. Was that really a talking rat? Wearing armour? Holding a spear? Really? Yes, both Elf and James said at the same time. Oh! Elf made them cross the road to the park. She left Hugo and James by the playground and disappeared into the dark between some trees. She came out moments later, pushing a buggy with the rain cover down. They're looking for a girl and a cat, not three children pushing a buggy. 
The buggy made it extremely slow going on the rubbish-covered streets. James had an hour before he needed to be home, so decided to meet up with Jenny and then get the bus back from town. We have to get back into the museum and get a proper look at that bear, James said. It doesn't open again until lunchtime tomorrow, Elf said. We'll need a key to get into the cabinet, James said, but I'm sure we can work something out. Hugo left them when they reached Seven Dials. He hadn't said another word. That was fine by James. They met Jenny in the car park round the back of the church. James was hoping to see a rat collecting cables, but it was too busy with humans. Elf told them she wanted to go back to talk to the priestess again. Neither James nor Jenny wanted to do that, so they said goodbye and agreed to meet back at the museum the following day straight after school. On the way home, James and Jenny both agreed that they would do everything they could to help their old friend. James still wanted to find out what the rats were up to, but Elf would have to come first. The next day, the three children spent the day working out how they were going to get some time alone with the bear, or badger as they now knew it was. Hugo looked up Melis 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 on the computer and found that it was indeed Latin for badger. At the same time, he started a map to plot all the locations of the rat's S-marks around town. There were more and more sightings of interest from the Green Hands gang. Hugo worked out that the rats were marking electrical substations, but not all of them. It seems like there's more markings here than anywhere else, he whispered, tapping part of the map on the computer screen. Could it be that that's just where more of the Green Hands gang have been? Jenny asked. Might be, James said, but look how close it is to the I-360 and the Old West Pier. Isn't that where that boy said the cormorants were? Hugo said. Bit of a coincidence, eh? I think we need to go and take a look, James said. When school finished and they were nearly out of the gate, Laurie came running up with another Year 3 girl. Wait, he said. You need to hear this. This is Eleanor in Year 3. Her dad runs a photo gallery by the West Pier. She was there last night with him as he closed it up. Tell him what you saw, Eleanor. The girl smiled shyly but said nothing. James was in a hurry and this was just wasting time. They needed to get to the museum to meet Elf. But Jenny said kindly, Was it a big old rat? Yes, Eleanor said. Really big. When my dad was locking the gallery, I saw it inside. James realised this might be useful after all. What was the rat doing? Jenny asked. I told my dad, and he said, What a silly story. Only it wasn't a story after all. The rat came right out of the little bathroom. I saw it. Tell him what it did next. Laurie was grinning broadly. Dad said it was silly, she said. Oh, we like silly stories, Jenny said. Well, what I saw was, it hopped up onto his desk behind the counter. She paused. Go on, said Laurie, tell them. Well, and it turned on his computer, and it started to type. 